Hey, we're Ramones of the Day, and this one's called Animal Boy. One, two, three, four. Welcome to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every single Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I am Philip. And I'm Molly. And today we are discussing Animal Boy from 1986's Animal Boy. Animal Boy. Boy. This song was written by Dee Dee Ramone and Johnny Ramone. I believe this is our first track with Johnny credited as the writer. Oh, okay. And I gave this a song category of fight. (laughs) It feels like the song feels like a fight and it's a lot about, I don't know what else you would call it. It's at least frustration. Okay. I feel like he's pretty upset. Okay. Don't treat uh, me like an animal. 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 Um, okay. Um, so, good. We can put that to rest. Next item of business. This song was played live. My favorite thing is finding out how many times this thing's played live. No, I think it's super interesting. You got an idea of how many times? Give me a ballpark. What do you I'm think? I'm going to say this is higher. In the past couple. It is higher. Okay. Give a number. Uh, Guess. I'm going to say 200 times. 270 times. Oh, I thought you were going to say seven. You're the closest without going over. 270 times this was played live. Uh, That is the 29th highest. Wow. 29th highest. That's a lot. Uh, They played it primarily between 1986 and 1994, so almost up to the end. Okay. Interesting. Um, Because of the title song on their album, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, and actually that was something, too. I think it's one of the few, boy, I really should have done my research. There's this, there's Too Tough to Die. There's not a brain drain song. I think it's one of the few songs that actually is that there's like a title track. There yeah, isn't yeah. a Pleasant Dreams title track. There is no, yeah. there is no Rocket to Russia title track. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, most recently, as of the recording of this podcast, the most recent time that this was played by anyone was played by none other than Richie Ramone hmm. at the Casbah in England, which is a good transition to talk about Richie Ramone. Richie Ramone! Richie Ramone. This, I think, is our first representation of, of Richie on Drums. Richie on Drums. Nice. His actual name, Richard Reinhardt. He was... Are you laughing at that? No, I love it. Okay. Ramone's drummer from 1983, February 1983, until August 1987. Um, that is, that spans three albums. Uh, Joey was quoted as saying that he believed that Richie saved the Ramones at that time when he came in. Um, I, and, uh, he supposedly quit the Ramones, uh, after a a great deal of, of argument about money because he does talk about in the documentary. Yes. And I like how he wears a suit. The first time I watched Honestly, it is interesting. Totally. First, uh, again, I have gone on record multiple times as missing things the first time. Sure. But the first time I watched End of the Century, I saw him in a suit and I thought, that guy like quit the Ramones and became a businessman. <laughs> yeah. I really did. Yeah. And then it wasn't later, it wasn't until later that I thought, I bet he just wore a suit. Because he was on interview and he dressed up yeah. for it. Like, he dressed like up for the movie. Per- yeah. Like for a normal person. Yeah. Is but it like, a, yeah. Yeah. Like, if you were, like, a suburban dad and somebody was like, I'm going to interview you, like, you would put on a suit. And yes. And you'd, like, look respectable. This is going to be a, a theater movie. Yeah. Look. Yeah. Right. Yeah, totally. Well, 
uh, okay, so I have very few notes for this song. Okay. I have one, which is Richie on drums. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. And uh, I think that Richie on drums is awesome. Yes. And he is powerful. I will, I, I think we'll put this to the test as we listen to every single stinking song. Yeah. But I think that it may prove that Richie is one of, if not the most underrated Ramones. Yeah, sure. I think part of that could probably go, I feel like it, it's a, it's a three-way race. Richie, if you hear us and you're loving us right now, you can come on our podcast anytime. Oh, anytime. <laughs> well, almost anytime. If we're available and if we're, you know, if we're around. Anytime, but Richie. Nearly anytime. anytime. Or not. Just Doesn't check matter. ahead. Yeah. Text when you're outside. <laughs> we'll lay <laughs> in. Text when you're outside. We've got cheap wine and peanuts. Cheap wine and peanuts. No problem. Uh, but, but no, I, I feel like that's a three-person race. I feel like the most important is like a three- or four-person race, but the most underrated is three person between him, uh, Marky, and CJ. And and as a sidebar conversation, yeah. this is totally conjecture because I was never in the band. But can you like blame a guy for being like, hey, like I've been around for a couple of years. Yeah. Maybe you could treat me like I'm one of the gang. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just no, saying, I don't. Who knows? And I'm sure that you know if you've been in a band since you were 16 or 18 or whatever, and these are like your home crew, and then you got this other guy filling in. Then mm-hmm. maybe you'd be like, well, you're not one of us, but you yes. know, he is. Right. <laughs> he he reportedly quit for that exact reason. Yeah. Uh, instead of getting the same amount of revenue as the founding members, the three founding members currently there, sure. he was getting a notably smaller portion. Yeah. Uh, and, and he was rocking it. And he was rocking it. He was rocking it. And uh, he supposedly, uh, according to the, the source that I read, the uh, Monty Melnick book, uh, he quit immediately after a show at the end of a tour without saying a word. Hmm. He left the stage, got in a limousine, and they never saw him again. Wow. And he, they like, they had residual checks waiting for him, and he was so, apparently so angry, he wouldn't go back to get them. Wow. So it was about the money, but it wasn't about the money. You know what I mean? Well, also, there's, there's shit going on in this band without him. Yeah. And then he's trying to be like, hey, guys, you know, like. Um, well, can so- you imagine being like, Real quick, remember your thought, yeah. but going back to what you were saying about like not exactly like this isn't exactly his band, right? Mm-hmm. So when the band is originally formed, it's kind of like three equals, mm-hmm. and everyone could probably say no to each other. Mm-hmm. Like like everyone Are you has. Talking a, about Dee Dee? I'm talking about Dee Dee, Joey, Joey and Johnny, and okay. Tommy. Okay. Like they got, yeah. they all have probably an equal vote. Sure, sure. By this time, they've already gone through Marky, and now they've gotten another drummer. Yeah, and like. You you don't have you haven't been in the van with us as much as yeah. anybody else so yeah yeah you have not smelled enough farts in you, your life <laughs> to know when you can smell what you know, we've smelled yeah, for exactly. as long as we've smelled yeah, exactly then yeah exactly so I'm not I'm not letting them off the hook for Sorry, that Mom. but it's but it is but interesting at the same to think time, about he's rocking it yeah and he he's really is. keeping this band going yes. you know I mean not Joey's still there but anyway. I. Man, love I love Joey. Joey. I love. I love. Um, I love you, Joey. You know, uh, besides, I, I'm going to develop a couple of themes with this show. Please, you only they got are... 700 more songs to go. So, well, um, uh, I'll I'll never walk away from a chance to shoehorn the Rolling Stones into this. <laughs> um, Who? The they're they're a rock and roll band. Great. But um, in the Rolling Stones eras, there is a middle period after Brian Jones. 
and before Ron Wood, there was Mick Taylor. Now, this, this analogy doesn't exactly work because a lot of people consider the Mick Taylor era to be the height of the Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. However, I think that Mick Taylor is a suitable comparison to Richie, where okay. it's like, that guy is a tremendous musician. Mm-hmm. Compared to the other people around him, yeah. he is standing above. Yeah. On the other hand, there's something about him that does not quite fit. Mm-hmm. Whereas Ron Wood, like maybe not quite the stature, nothing against Ron Wood, but nothing quite the stature, but he looks like a Rolling Stone. Yeah, yeah. And Marky, I don't know how much of a credit you want to give this, how much of a compliment you want to take this as. Yeah. He looks like a Ramon. He looks like a Ramon. <laughs> uh, sorry or yeah, congratulations. Yeah, like he grew up on the same block with those you guys. Look like, for yeah. sure. Yeah, but, totally. But totally. I mean, not for nothing, but it's like, Richard is a all right looking guy, and that already puts you head and shoulders. Yeah. It was like you're a you're a reasonably looking yeah, normal but looking I also human feel being. Like Richie could have played for a lot of different bands. You know what I mean? I'm surprised they didn't yeah, yeah, why didn't somebody jump on that? I know. Richie, this is a love poem to you, this episode, clearly. Well, he's still busy. Yeah, he's still yeah. doing it. Yeah, he's still doing it. Um so that's a good way to go into our feelings about this song. Okay. The actual song, Animal sure. Boy, that we were talking about. Sure. Um uh, what are you feeling, Molly? What do you um, like about this? What do you okay, like about this? I like it. Okay. Me too. Um, It's definitely not my favorite song. No. But I do like it. Me too. I feel like that's all we have to say about it. Yeah. Thank you for... No. Uh, no, really. That's really all I have to say. No. I um, I I agree. I I like it. It's it's one of those songs. It's this is a weird thing to note, but it was on Ramon's Mania, like their first greatest hits. Okay. Uh, which I I don't know I don't have those stats in front of me but it you know it sold tremendously well compared to their albums okay and so it's interesting to think the single Animal Boy no 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 the 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 thirty track greatest hits called album called Ramones Mania okay okay which had it sold well it v- sold very well got it got it okay. this was on there got and it. I feel like this is one of those songs that was like well we got to have something from Animal from the yeah, album yeah, Animal yeah. Boy how about Animal Boy <laughs> um. Whereas, you know, like 53rd and 3rd is not on there because the first album is well represented. Right, Whenever right, you're making right. greatest hits, if you ever get a chance to make a greatest hits album, sure. I feel like I feel like there's a certain <laughs> amount of shower musings. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. I feel like there's a certain amount of like, I don't know if it's political or just like a way to give credibility to your entire lifespan as a band. Sure. You have to have something from everything. Otherwise, sure. you're going to be like. Remember to, that first song we did? Wasn't that awesome? <laughs> to take the Rolling Stones, for example, if you're making your greatest hits and you're like, why are there tracks at all from Beggars, from uh, um, oh, Voodoo Lounge? Uh, like, why do we have those here? It was yeah. like, well, because that existed and we want to so acknowledge that it existed. That, that was the time that we did. Yeah. So part of me thinks that that's there, but that sure, still. But also, like, we don't know. I mean, I'm just throwing this out there. Mm-hmm. But, like, somebody in the band could have loved this song. Well, they played it 270 that's times. What I'm saying. It's somebody like, liked it. Like, Didi wrote this right? Did we say that? Didi and Johnny. Johnny. Like, maybe those guys really loved this, you know? It's that is possible. Animal Boy. That is it's... possible. I was actually, talking about the, the people who wrote it, I was actually surprised thinking about the lyrics and the context of where the band is now at this point, and especially with uh, Johnny and Joey, you know, being at each other's throats or giving the cold shoulder. I was surprised that this wasn't written by Joey. Hmm. Maybe it's just me listening to him singing it, but I thought it was like, he's saying... I don't want to do this anymore. You can't make me do it. But instead, it's 
Dee Dee and Johnny writing it, and we're like, so I don't know. If but it's it, it to me, it sounds so much like them. And I mean, Joey's just—it doesn't sound like a Joey. Song. No, no, no. I mean, I hear what you're saying, but like to just hear Johnny himself talk about how he wants to keep this band like in this, right? You know, it feels like that energy. But wouldn't sure. you think? It, look, it sounds like that energy, but wouldn't mm. you think there would be something like then he would write, "We're all animal boys. We want to keep being animal boys," mm. as opposed to this, the subtext of this, and maybe it's the way that it's sung. Maybe yeah. that's the artistry that goes into it. Yeah, that it's like. He's going to put a spin on this that kind of sounds like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. but I, I mean, don't want to do this anymore how, how is what it could have been called. How can not infiltrate everything he's doing sure. at this point? Sure. If you guys don't know, you know, Joey got his heart broken when Johnny, which I mean, this is like a whole other conversation that I would love to get into. Maybe yeah. not on this song, but it's like, this woman left Joey, mm-hmm. the super left wing, liberal, weirdo, artsy guy. To go be with this like super right wing militant she manager. Has a, she has a very interesting type. Like whoever that woman is, I mean, we know who she is, but like to know that woman, I bet is super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I never really thought about that, I but mean, I bet she I is. I mean, really, really. Just just to see Joey and Johnny together and to see how different they are. Yeah, you have you have had an intimate relationship with these two people. Yeah. Like the other ends of every spectrum on yeah. the human spectrum. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, we're going to have to dog ear that one. <laughs> um, so we're both alike. I'll give it a like. Oh, and we skipped over Most Valuable Ramon. I'm going to give it to Richie on drums. I'm actually going with Johnny. Oh. Keeping up my trend of not mentioning the, like, hiding the, the most valuable until the moment of reveal. Okay. I've given it to Johnny because I think that the guitar is really great on this and okay. it's sort of a... I, f- I feel like, and we'll see as we go, the proof will be in the pudding that... Just pudding here? There will be. Yes. And proof. Nice. That uh, sometimes his guitar playing, especially later, is just not quite what you think of sure. when you think of Johnny Ramone. I think that this is up there, though. That mm. that this song, while the drums are great, the guitar is real solid. But okay. I can't agree, I can't disagree, I mean, that the drums aren't great, too. I mean, the he's, drums are just a knockout. He knows what he's doing. Home run on this one. Yeah. Any other things? We good? Moving on? I don't think anybody needs to say anything more about animals. Nobody. <laughs> Sorry. Thank if you. you. <laughs> yeah, and if you love this, if you disagree, send her an email <laughs> at notanimalboy at gmail.com. Uh, thank you for joining us today, and please follow us on Twitter. We are at Ramones Podcast. And join us next time when we will be discussing anxiety on Ramones of the Day. Thank you very much.